Welcome everyone to another episode of the Triangle Sports Take. We are recording this on Friday, March 13th. Yes, it's Friday the 13th. And yes, today is a very sad, sad day for everyone in the world. Um, For all our listeners out there, unless you've just completely been living under a rock, I mean, obviously you know about the coronavirus and you know about how that's been spreading throughout the world and you know how it's actually impacted the sports world in a big way with cutting the ACC tournament short and canceling altogether the NCAA tournament and uh, really spring sports for college sports, suspending the NBA season, NHL, um, all that stuff. So yeah, today is our emergency March sadness episode. It is a very, very sad day, but we're going to get through this together. And as usual, even though this episode might be a little different, we are going to start off with quotes with Cody. And Cody, I hope you have a very good quote picked out because in a uh, dire situation like this, people need good quotes to turn to to get them through these tough situations. Very facts. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, good to be back on the pod, by the way. Oh, yeah, Mitchell's okay. back. Welcome too. back, Mitchell. Thank you. It's good to not have him phoning in this time. Yeah. Um, so, guys, just a real quick co- quote. It's only three words, but they ring near and dear to my heart. Yeah. I hate coronavirus. Yeah. That is a good and that's quote. my quote. That is Who a good said one. it? By Cody Tart. <laughs> ah. I'm that. sure many others have said it, but coronavirus, you had a great run. It's time to cut it out. Yeah. Life is trying to bend around you, it's time that you bend around life. Mm-hmm. We got stuff going on, and we really don't have time for you to shut down the whole world. Yeah. That's all I got for you guys. I hope everyone else hates it as much as I do. I, I don't know about you, but after that quote, I'm fired up now. I'm ready to go. Good. Yeah. Let's, let's defeat coronavirus. Let's hit the gym. Okay, so a lot has happened since we recorded our last episode, even though it was less than a week ago. I mean, just four or five days ago, me and Cody were sitting here talking about the ACC tournament, talking about how the NCAA tournament was coming up, how we had a lot of important college basketball going on. And then all of a sudden, a couple days ago, things started to go crazy. Things started to get out of control. Um, I think it really started the first thing I heard about being canceled was the Ivy League tournament being canceled and I heard about that I was like ah you know it's whatever it's the Ivy League they're probably all freaking out for no reason but then more things started to be canceled and then uh, I think it was so they played the ACC tournament games the first round games on Tuesday then they played Wednesday they were slated for four games they had played the first two and then it was kind of in between the two sessions on Wednesday the ACC tournament that the NCAA announced they're going to be playing the NCAA tournament without any fans, which that was like huge news. People didn't know how to react to it and everything. And so then some conference tournaments started doing that too. And then some conference tournaments started saying they might cancel and everything. The ACC still went on as usual with the two later games that Wednesday night, but they also announced that the rest of the tournament starting on Thursday would be played without any fans, which again, huge, kind of wild, unexpected news. So they played the games Wednesday night. Then on Thursday, you know, it kind of felt like the way this thing was spiraling, spiraling out of control, that there was going to be some cancellations. People were worried the NCAA tournament could be canceled and everything. Um, and then, so Thursday, the ACC tournament, you know, they're still saying, all right, we're still going to play. We're still going to have no fans in the stands. 
And then, so Clemson and Florida State were warming up to play the first game. And I literally saw a video of them warming up in like an empty Greensboro Coliseum, like no one was in the stands. It, it just looked so weird to see and everything. And they were warming up, and literally a few minutes before the game was supposed to start was when they announced they were canceling the rest of the ACC tournament. And then um, it was kind of weird. John Swafford, the commissioner, like came out with the trophy and everything and like presented to Florida State since they were the number one seed. And it, it was just like looked really awkward. Like the players, you know, they, they didn't really know what to think kind of thing. But um, I, I thought it was kind of strange how I gave them a – trophy for the ACC tournament even though they didn't play the ACC tournament I thought it was weird how um, they like an hour before the game started they're like 100% we're playing the games today yeah, the ACC yeah. tournament so I was like figuring out how I was going to watch the games at work without anybody seeing it <laughs> right yeah yeah I'm sure that's what everyone was doing I think I think when the day started everyone was kind of like oh snap like is it going to get cancelled but then the ACC was like no we're still going to do it without fans and so everyone was like okay this is going to be weird but at least we're still having the games but and then, I mean, literally right before they're about to start the day, the quarterfinals on Thursday, um, you know, they call it off. And then later that day, Thursday, the NCAA kind of announced what everyone thought was coming and said the NCAA tournament is canceled for this year. Devastating news, obviously. I mean, I don't know what March is going to be like without March Madness. You know, I, I don't really want to want to be in the world like that, but yeah. hey, that's, that's what it's come to. Also, um, I believe I think it was actually Wednesday night, the night before the NBA suspended their season, and I think that's kind of what pressured the NCAA to yeah, call off sure. the NCAA tournament. And I mean, they said like Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell have tested positive; <laughs> those are two NBA players for the coronavirus. So like that kind of got things really serious, where people yeah. were like, "Oh crap, this going to get bad." But um, I, as far as I know, nothing like this has ever happened before. I mean, it's just crazy how literally everything is shutting down and. Uh, it's crazy how, uh, you know, obviously the number one concern in the world is people's health and everything. Like, that's above everything. After that, sports is, you know, it's just a game. It doesn't really matter when you compare it to something like that. But uh, still, I, I think we can still sit here and be sad about there not being any sports, uh, especially not being any March Madness for the rest of this month. You, you guys got any thoughts or input on kind of the crazy past 48 or 72 hours and all the stuff that's happened? I'm just really curious to see how the different seasons turn out. You know, the NHL, the NBA, MLB. I mean, Major League Baseball, you can't just delay the season. Who wants to be playing a playoff game in New York in December or January? So, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll end up seeing shortened seasons, how it's going to affect seasons to come. Because now if you finish the NBA season two months late, you don't have that long off before the next season starts. Same with the NHL. And the off season is really big for all those players to kind of get healthy, get rejuvenated for the next season. So I'm interested to see not just its impact on sports this year, but its impact on sports for the next two, three, and four years. Yeah, and another thing is, like, we don't know how long this is going to last, too. Yeah. Like, could be over in the next month, could still be going on like nine months from now who knows but um you got anything Mitchell yeah I mean for me like I always consider March Madness you know like Selection Sunday ACC tournament is like kind of like Christmas in March oh, yeah. and April if your team's good enough so yeah. it's kind of kind of sad that you know we just miss out on a whole month of sports and honestly <clears throat> me having college basketball be my favorite season of the year and Getting really into it, it's pretty disappointing. 
But another thing that kind of comes to my mind when I think about all these cancellations in sports is really what, first of all, what is ESPN going to show? Like, what are they going to talk about? Um, yeah. Are they going to talk about, like, I don't know, like, trade deadlines? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like speculations that. on when it's, like, going to start <laughs> back? Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't really, like, I don't really know what they're going to do. I don't think they really know either. Like, yeah. they don't really know how long this is going to last. And I don't know. It's just weird. And man, it's it's going to be weird. Like Sunday evening when I'm thinking in my mind, like, oh, oh yeah, selection yeah. Sunday day, and then I'm like, oh wait, never mind. And then like next weekend, like for for me, March Madness is like the number one my favorite sporting event of the year. Like I look forward to it. When it, whenever it gets to like January and February, I'm always thinking like, all right, yeah, we're getting close to yeah. March. Like it's going to be fun and um. And, yeah, like, especially that first weekend of the tournament when it's just games nonstop, like, man, that next weekend's low-key going to be kind of depressing with none of that going on. That's that's going to be really sad. Yeah, um, another thing that I saw today that I think is interesting, and I hope they'll still do it, is I saw that they were thinking about still releasing the bracket for what they had planned on doing as far as, like, I guess as far as the conference tournaments got, like, who would have made the tournament. I think that'll be interesting, yeah. and I think that, you know, teams that hadn't seen the tournament in a while that – would have gotten in it would be kind of at least it would sort of give them a boost to know that they made it mm-hmm. yeah that's true i yeah. hope they do that I, yeah i've heard like i feel like it's been going back and forth like some people said they might release them some people said they won't i mean i guess we'll see which um yeah i don't know if that make things worse or better if they actually release the brackets if they release it i might be like oh wow this is what could have been <laughs> kind of thing but i don't know if they release it, at least maybe we'll have a bracket we can fill out and debate even though the games won't actually happen because <laughs> that's one of the more fun things about March is filling out a bracket and kind of arguing with yeah. your friends over who you think is going to go all the way and stuff. I saw a simulated bracket um, this afternoon that came out, and it actually had Dayton winning. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I think they had the Final Four as um, Dayton, Florida State, Duke, and Gonzaga. They had Dayton and, I think, Gonzaga in the championship. Hmm. And they had Dayton winning. I mean, it was just cool, you know, cool to see the brackets, cool to see some of the seeds, but it was also discouraging at the same time. (laughs) All right, so the next topic on TST's emergency podcast is questions with Carson. Carson, what do you got for us? Yeah, well, so this question, one one thing I heard a couple days ago, actually, is they said if you want to purposely infect yourself with the coronavirus, you can be awarded up to $4,500. I saw that. Yeah, which is interesting. Which my question isn't exactly have to do with that exactly, but my question for you guys is this. If in an alternate universe, someone came up to you and they were like, hey, you can save March Madness, but to do that, you have to infect yourself with the coronavirus. Sign me up. Would you do it? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I agree. Give it to me. I I agree. Now, this guy wouldn't say like, hey, you're guaranteed to survive, but I feel like for someone our age, you know, like early 20s, there's like a 99.9% chance of survival. So, I mean, honestly, yeah. if someone came up to me and asked me that, I think I would do it too. I would do I would, it. I would be like, you know what? March Madness is that important. Yeah. We need it in this country. <laughs> it's that important to America. The people cannot be without March Madness this year. I'm willing to sacrifice myself. And, I mean, sure, I'd probably be miserable for a couple of weeks. But, hey, at least while I'm sitting at you home. You can watch the game. Exactly. If I'm, like, sitting at home sick, at least March Madness would be on. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, I can completely agree. I would definitely contract the virus for March Madness to come back. Honestly, you can try and give it to me, but I'm confident that my immune system is so strong, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to take it. Confident immune system, that's always good. Yeah, you got to have confidence good to be in your immune system. Yeah. Anyways, one, one thing I did think about this question, too, 
is I was thinking, okay, I'm a Carolina fan. Carolina's not even in March Madness. And I was like, what if I, what if I were to do this and then a team I hate goes on to win it all? Like yeah. Duke or Kansas <laughs> or Kentucky. And then I'd be yeah. like, well, crap, I got the coronavirus for this to see if they win it all. <laughs> so that is one, that's maybe the only yeah. reason why I wouldn't do it. But I still think I would because, I mean, you never yeah. know. But yeah. Just real quick, going back to our last segment, Mitchell mentioned how March Madness is such a happy time. And even April, if your team is good enough, yeah. I just wanted to ask both of you: How good does that feel <laughs> to have your team playing in April? Well, I can say that it was pretty good. More than it, more than it feeling good is, it makes me care about it that much more. And really, I mean, that's true. I mean, You're still interested. Yeah. Being a Duke fan, I probably pick Duke like sixty percent of the time in March in the <laughs> brackets. So, all right, yeah, I've won a few times from it. So. I was just curious, you know, as somebody that doesn't ever see my team get to April, <laughs> didn't know. Maybe one day, Cody. Hey, didn't know how from, from now on, you can like convince yourself, be like, man, NC State, they would have gone all the way if they had played the tournament this year. You know, they no, have. no, no one can really like say no. I mean, they probably wouldn't have, but no one can say for sure no because we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll never know. You could argue. All right, so even though the coronavirus cut the ACC tournament short, there still was. A little bit of basketball played in Greensboro, um, one of which was Carolina and Virginia Tech on Tuesday night. I pretty much watched every second of that game. That was, um, you know, before that tournament, even though even though I knew it was basically impossible for Carolina to make a run in the ACC tournament, I still had kind of convinced myself for that game. I was like, they could do it. Maybe yeah. they could do it. Five for five kind of the kind of thing. And um, anyways, they ended, up, they ended up beating Virginia Tech by like 20-something, I think. Um, it was close for most of the game. Like I wouldn't say Carolina played super great in um, the first half, but they started to pull away in the second half. Brandon Robinson had a couple big threes. He had that he had that nice little like step back three pointer that was a pretty good move. Um, Garrison Brooks had a pretty solid game, and eventually they were able to pull away. They won seventy eight fifty six, and at the end of that game, I was kind of telling myself like, man, could this team do it? And in the back of my mind, I still knew that it was basically impossible, but. I wondered if they could make a little bit of a run. It was, it was a fun game to see them win by that much. And also, things changed so quickly. Like, at Tuesday night, no one was really talking about the ACC tournament possibly getting canceled. Like, people didn't think that was actually a real threat until the next day. And um, so that brings us to their next game they had, which was uh, that Wednesday night. Uh, I think it was, like, about a 9.30 tip-off against Syracuse. And by the time this game tipped off, everyone knew that there were going to be no fans allowed back in the building the next day. It was still uncertain whether, like, there would even be a tournament after that day. Like, some people were thinking, like, is this the last game of the ACC tournament? Is this the last game of the college basketball season kind of thing? So I I felt like I was hardly even, like, focusing on that game because I was kind of seeing what people were saying about whether the tournament would continue or not. Honestly, that was probably a good game not to focus on because Carolina did a complete 180 of the night before. They got blown out. This time they were on the other end of a big loss. Um, I mean, that game, I think Syracuse led every minute in that game, but it was close up until the final, like, four or five-minute stretch of the first half when Syracuse went on, like, I don't even know, it was like a 15 nothing run or something like that to close out the half, and they were up they were up 21 in the half, so you kind of knew at that point, like, um, there's basically no way of – coming back from down 21, especially with the kind of season Carolina's had. And they they never really threatened after that. Syracuse went on to easily win. And then, as we know, the tournament was canceled the next day. The 
the crazy thing is, look now looking at that game, it technically didn't even matter who won that game because like yeah. the season ended the very next day. Like like Syracuse never got to play another game, even though they're supposed to the next day. And I don't know if if you would have told me at the beginning of the week that Carolina would be playing in the last game of the ACC tournament, I would have been like, all right, that's great. I would have been like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to make a run to the championship yeah. kind of thing. But uh, little did I know it would be yeah. uh, in that way. But um, you know, I guess. Thing- I guess I can say at least I saw my team play in the ACC tournament, even though it d- turns out it doesn't even matter like what happened about the ACC tournament. One thing for me as a Duke fan that's really frustrating and kind of disappointing is um, I think Justin Robinson for Duke had one of the most like yeah, unprecedented yeah. endings to a college career like that I've ever seen. He went from being on the bench for five years to because he was a red shirt guy um, to in the last like two games of the season scoring like ten, fifteen. 20 points or whatever he scored and mm-hmm. having like steals and rebounds and making the hustle plays and generating like energy on the court. It's honestly one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest like turnarounds for a player I've ever seen. And so I was excited to see what he could do in the tournament because it always helps to have depth and to have like a third, a third big man who can get under there and get rebounds, hustle, play aggressive and not have to worry about fouls. It yeah. means a lot. So I'm kind of bummed out that we're not going to get to see that. Yeah, that really sucks for him because he really had like his two best games of his career over the last two games of the regular yeah. season, and like he probably would have been a big piece for Duke in the postseason. But now, now we'll never know. And um, yeah, speaking of the ACC tournament, NC State also beat Pittsburgh on Wednesday, and they were supposed to play Duke on Thursday. And I felt like that would have been a good game, but uh, now we'll never yeah. know who will win that game because it never mm-hmm. happened. All right, so now on the podcast, joining us we have. Our first ever guest on the Triangle Sports Take. He's no. joining us uh, on the phone right now. All the way it from is, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep, all the way from Charlotte. It's Mr. Zach Moran. Zach, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm honored to be the first guest on the best podcast in the world. Yeah, wow. exactly. The be- you heard it here, folks. The best. This is not us saying this. This is one of our fans <laughs> saying this, okay? We're obviously the best. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we got Zach on the podcast today to talk to us for a couple minutes because Zach and Cody actually came up with a brilliant idea uh, a couple days ago in concerns with the coronavirus and all the cancellations with the NCAA tournament and everything. So uh, do, do you guys want to talk about it? Cody or Zach, you guys want to take it? Yeah, Zach, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Let's, let's hear your beautiful voice on this podcast. Yeah, well, hey, I appreciate that. Um, well, first off, I was at work, uh, not doing work, doing the uh, typical scroll down the Excel spreadsheet, um, as I'm sure we're all aware. We've <laughs> <laughs> all done it. A notification that they were only going to allow, or they weren't going to allow fans in the NCAA tournament. And that got me kind of thinking. I believe the fan factor is huge in deciding upsets in the tournament, uh, wins and losses. So I had the idea that if you chose the highest seed, you would have a perfect bracket every single time. I agree. Yeah, there wouldn't be any upsets. And then um, Cody chimed in with more information, um, updated information about what the coronavirus had done to the tournament. Um, Cody, I'll let you start here. Yeah, so my, my take there was shortly after Zach came out with his brilliant plan of choosing the higher seed because the fans take away the upset factor, um, it was shortly thereafter announced that the whole tournament was just off and canceled. So my thought was, do we all just automatically have perfect brackets? Because I'm I'm starting to look for my million dollars. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. If you get a perfect bracket, ESPN gives you a million dollars. So if we all have perfect brackets, I mean, that's at least, what, $500 million? Yeah, that's something like that. There's yeah. probably at least 500 people. Um, oh, yeah. And the earth. Um, so I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. like $500 million dollars that we can donate to the coronavirus or maybe bribe the coronavirus. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe go away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, bribe that won't yeah. hurt the economy. Okay. It's not going to hurt any businesses. Except um, ESPN. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. They'll, they'll be fine. Coronavirus and make it go away, and then we'll have basketball back, we'll have NHL back. I mean, nobody really cares about baseball. <laughs> so, All right, we'll I just I just need to stop you there. <laughs> yeah, Baseball's yeah. a big deal. Don't yeah. let's not cross a line here, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing good. That one comment, uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I think I might be Zach on this. One. <laughs> but um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just a collaboration between uh, myself, Dr. Moran, and uh, Dr. Tark of uh, Bracketology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I saw the idea because you guys were texting about it in a group chat with me and Mitchell in it also, because you know Zach's one of our biggest fans. Of course, we're going to include him in a group chat here and there. Yeah. And um, I saw that idea and I was like, holy crap. Best idea I've ever heard. This is how we solve coronavirus and get back to our normal lives. Wow. That's right. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Well, anyways, Zach, uh, we've really enjoyed having you on. You've given some great insight. Hopefully, we can have you on again for a episode in the future. Awesome, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, guys. We're coming into uh, possibly the second or third greatest segment on the show behind <laughs> Quotes with Cody. Um, we're headed into one of my personal favorites, Mitchell's Corner, which, yeah. just quick shout out to myself, I did a great job with last episode, but we're turning it over to the master. Let's hear it, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, I would say last week's corner was pretty great, but I've got a controversial topic, or a non-controversial topic, but something that I thought about that I thought would be interesting. Okay. So, with all these sports getting taken off the air, I mean, basically every sport that you can think of is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, me, being a former surfer of um, four and a half years, almost making it pro. I figured I'd bring this up, but is this going to be the, the rise of surfing as a sport and, like, people watching it for fun? Because, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but 2020 was supposed to be the first year that surfing was actually in the Olympics in Japan. I was really excited about that person. I mean, low-key, you might be onto something here. Because, like, mainly because all sports are taken off, you know, taken off the air. They're not on TV. So, like... ESPN's got to show something, you know. These sports channels got to show show some kind of sport or something like that. So they might actually start showing surfing. They're gonna be like, you know what? We got nothing else. Let's just show some, show some surfing competitions. And another thing is, it could be a safe sport because the coronavirus can't swim. It's not gonna go out there and infect That's the surfers. You know? That's so, what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you're not gonna get sick in the ocean, right? So, I mean, salt water it, it cleanses everything. So I I think surfing could really catch on here in the next few months. And they say like. You, if you're six feet away from everyone, there's no way that you can catch it. Yeah. And when you're in the water, there might be two or three surfers in the water at a time. And, I mean, they can keep a safe distance of six feet. Yeah. I mean, I mean the ocean's pretty big, so, you know, they, they <laughs> keep away from each other. Yeah, I mean, if you're um, in the lineup, you know, waiting for the next wave, you can just spread yourself out a little bit and you're safe. Yeah. You're not touching anybody, but mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a good call. I mean, the fans, they might have to get rid of the fans because they're sitting pretty close unless... Unless they spread the fans out on the beaches, but that's true. They could do. They could. They could have like little buffer zones. Like have like a six, <laughs> a six and a half foot pole, and like one fan stands on one yeah. side of it, and you have them like going down the beach like that. <laughs> and fans just can't get close to each other. It could happen. Yeah, I mean, other sports to consider. I know some people said darts, but even then, like you're mm-hmm. still like pretty close. I and mean, like bowling, I mean, like bowling, you're still in a, like relatively 
outside is a highly ventilated environment, mm -hmm. so yeah. the, the virus isn't really going to transfer. Yeah, yeah out bowling there. wouldn't work, I don't think. Yeah. I guess I guess we'll have to wait until um, the um, WSL comes through with some more competitions to see if people start watching. But and we got the Olympics to look forward to if it happens this summer. So if it happens, I think that's a big if at this point, though. Yeah, I mean they could push it back. They could, yeah. Cody, you got any thoughts on uh, surfing here? I just think this would be great for the world at this point to have something positive. Yeah. I agree. And like, if surfing isn't exciting enough, we could do something like make the surfers like have to surf around sharks and stuff. Like we can get like a big, <laughs> a big like, uh, like kind of net area and just put a bunch of sharks in there too, so have to avoid the sharks. I think that'd make it more entertaining too. Yeah. I'd be bordering on like the Roman Olympics. <laughs> Where they fight lions and stuff in the Colosseum. Well, you know, when you have a year where there's no March Madness, sometimes you got to get creative with <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what's in my corner this week. I was thinking about it, and I thought it'd be a, a good idea. So we'll see. We'll see if surfing becomes a new thing. All right, guys. For our final episode, no, not final episode. This place isn't going nowhere. This is the best podcast on the planet. For our final Segment. segment there you go for our final segment of the emergency tst episode we're talking about the winners and losers of the coronavirus that's right coming with this coronavirus there's probably going to be some drastic changes in how people live their lives over these next few months yeah um so i've made a list of some winners and some losers of these next few months most likely it's what i'm projecting um anyway so we should do a bracket Maybe we should. We should do some kind of bracket just yeah. for the people. Maybe yeah. like a Twitter bracket where people can vote because this time of year, people want brackets. You know, That's yeah. what March is all about. So maybe we'll do something like that. I like it. Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that after this episode. Yeah. But anyways, some winners and losers of the coronavirus. Um, I'll, I'll kind of go back and forth between winners and losers here. So a winner of the coronavirus, bookstores. People don't have sports to watch. They're going to get bored. Yeah. They're going to want to read some books. They're going to go to the bookstores and buy more books than they usually would if there was, you know, yeah. normal uh, sports and other things to watch on TV. Plus, like, if people are going to be quarantined in their house, hopefully it doesn't come to that, but <laughs> they're going to need, want to go out and buy some books so they can entertain themselves while they're stuck inside. Yeah. Um, a loser of the coronavirus, Buffalo Wild Wings. Ooh, I mean, they literally one. have tons of advertisements about March Madness and people coming there and eating some wings, watching some basketball yelling at the tv they're not really going to have that now i mean no, it's it's going to be a big uh, disappointment for them um another winner uh for the coronavirus is boating slash fishing stores kind of like uh, bass pro shops you know i mean i don't know about you guys but you know i, I do some fishing from time to time yeah. i was just thinking today like those sports to watch how am i going to entertain myself you know do stuff fishing. that i usually do i'm like Hey, I can go fishing. We can go in the lake. I mean, if you guys want, we can go fishing here in a little while yeah. instead of watching March Madness. Yeah. Since we won't have to watch, won't be able to watch that this year. Yeah. Sounds good. I just got a new thermostat. Oh, really? Mosquitoes oh. away. Okay, we'll have to try that out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's a winner of the coronavirus. Um, another loser of the coronavirus, ESPN slash sports shows in general. I, I think we mentioned something about this earlier, but like, I mean, what are they going to talk about? Like, is ESPN just going to become non-existent? They don't have anything to talk about now. I mean. Uh, I guess all they can talk about is how coronavirus has canceled sports, but after like two days of that, people are going to be sick and tired of hearing it. So yeah. I don't really think anyone's going to be watching ESPN anymore. Continuing on here with a winner of the coronavirus. Um, so my girlfriend, actually, Alyssa Yall, shout out to you. 
Uh, she actually told me to give her Instagram a shout out. Yes, Alyssa, <laughs> A-L-I-S-S-A <laughs> underscore y'all, Y-A-W. She wants she wanted an Instagram shout out, so there you go. Um, we'll choose one fan per week to do a shout out to. So if you're following us on Twitter, at Triangle Take, just tweet us your Instagram. No, Take Triangle. Take Triangle. Take Triangle. Triangle. Tweet us your Instagram, and if you're lucky, we'll give you a shout out too. Yeah, yeah we, we might start doing some more shout outs. We'll see. But, um... Yeah, that's her Instagram, Melissa underscore y'all. And uh, nobody be DM, DMing her now, okay? She's already taken, so no one slide into her DMs or anything. But um, anyways, I was for her, I, I would say winner, but it could turn the other way. It could turn um, into a loser because winner, she would be a winner because of the coronavirus because me, I, would, I wouldn't have any March Madness to watch. I wouldn't be doing that. So I'd be, you'd probably be spending that time by spending it with her instead. So that's why she... How she would be a winner, but it could turn around the other way because if I'm not in a good mood because there's no March Madness to watch, it might not be as much fun to hang out with. And then she yeah. would be like, "Wow, I really wish this guy would go do something else and quit bothering me," kind of thing. Yeah. So, could a winner situation could become a loser situation. We'll have to see how that one plays out. And then another loser of the coronavirus, Las Vegas. I mean, Ooh, they always have they always have a bunch of people that go there and like bet on the games, yeah. hang out there for a little while. I feel like Vegas is going to take a big hit. Yeah. Betting um, is going to take a big hit. There's oh, yeah. whole businesses that are centered around sports betting. So. Oh, yeah. I know there's nothing to bet on. So Yeah. That's, that's People are going to have to start betting on surfing. And maybe so. Maybe. And then the last uh, winner I have here for the coronavirus is Netflix slash Hulu slash Disney Plus. I mean, less stuff to watch on TV now. More people are probably going to get, be getting uh, subscriptions to those streaming services there. going to be watching it more often. You never know. Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and all that, and they may try to slightly raise their race to take mm. advantage of this. We better keep an eye on it. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that'd be kind of I might have stuff. to invest. Uh, yeah, maybe so. That's true. Oh, a loser, actually, that's been a true loser lately has been the stock market. They've been a loser <laughs> of the current market. Stocks have been going down. I think we've all been a Big loser. Big time. Yeah, I think anyone investing in the stock market has been a loser these past few days. Hopefully that rebounds a little bit. I have one interesting one, though, that I was thinking about. All right. Um, it could be a negative or a positive, but I'd like to think of it as a positive. Imagine the clout if you got coronavirus. <laughs> Imagine how much clout you'd have. On Instagram, like, people would be messaging you. Like On Twitter, they'd be hitting you up. You could come up with some viral tweets if you got the virus. Like you know, Show some behind-the-scenes looks at what it's like to have the virus, and then people can say, hey, I know a guy that got the virus. <laughs> Because I, I haven't met anyone that's gotten it. I don't know about you guys. I haven't either. So imagine the clout. I mean, yeah, there, there will be some negatives. Like, <laughs> your chances of survival would probably be less than if you didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, that would be a negative. <laughs> but there'd be a lot of clout associated with it. And someone of our age, probably very unlikely that it would affect us very, very strongly. So yeah, yeah. One other winner slash loser is the games. Uh, Coming into summer, yeah. oh, that is. Some this people, could mess up our summer bonds. Look, this could hurt you if you're scared of the virus and not going to the gym. Mm -hmm. But it's a winner for those of us that are pretty confident in our immune systems because there's not <laughs> many that's people true, to though, contend yeah, with people. in the gym. Oh, so, yeah. winners and losers are the gains. That's true. That's another one that could go either way. We don't know. We'll, we'll find out this summer at the beach. Yeah, yeah we'll, <laughs> another, we'll see who's been uh, you know doing their bench press yeah. and all that stuff. We'll see. <laughs> Another one that actually that kind of like spawns is another thing because I was actually thinking of like starting a home gym. So I'm probably gonna go out and buy some gym equipment. So a winner could be gym equipment suppliers. Oh, that's yeah. also true. Yeah, 
Wow, we, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see all these play out. Some winners, some losers. We might have to make a bracket of the biggest winner and the worst loser and have them face off to see who wins. Oh, not a bad idea. Might, biggest might winner already has to be 3M Corporation that signed a multi, multi, multi-million dollar contract with the government so that basically every N95 respirator they make goes to them. Pretty sure the contract is worth over $150 million. Hmm. Did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Major winner. <laughs> yeah. As well as all toilet paper companies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out. Toilet yeah. paper companies, huge winner. Maybe the biggest yeah. one. I mean, you have yeah. seen videos of people fighting over that stuff. Yeah. yeah. One quick question for you guys, though. I've seen a lot of water flying off the shelves. Yeah, that's huh. Are people... S- Scared that the coronavirus infects tap water. <laughs> Obviously, there's probably some people out there that think that. Like, do they do? They do realize the coronavirus doesn't knock out power, correct? We haven't seen any power lines go down due to the coronavirus. You don't think it will affect the power? No, I don't think it's going to affect the power or the water supply. I mean, it's been raining today. I haven't seen major yeah. drought as a result of the coronavirus. So. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Cody, because um, at your house, Cody, you just leave your water sitting out on the porch for some reason. I don't know why. So you might want to bring that in. Someone might see that, and they might run up on your porch and steal your water in the middle of the night. I do keep my water bottles outside. I like to keep them more fresh. Why not the fridge? It's less fresh. (laughs) So you're trying to keep them in a natural habitat. Absolutely. Water's natural. Let's keep it outside. Get that natural (laughs) airflow. Okay. I've never heard that before, but... um, Anyways, feeling healthy. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're going to go and wrap this uh, podcast up. Obviously, I know we've joked a lot, but the coronavirus is pretty serious. Hopefully, um, this kind of thing dies down. And, yeah, it's sad there's no sports or anything, but there's more serious stuff than that. Hope everyone stays safe. Hope you guys uh, wash your hands. We'll see you guys next time.